Welcome back to The Watch List. I'm Nicole Petalides. It's time for Dan Ives, Managing Director, Equity Research at Wedbush Securities. Dan, thank goodness you are here to talk about Apple. Um, a lot of folks talking about the disappointments and the Macs and the iPhone troubles, the, you know, the supply chain. I'd like to know what you think went right for Apple. Yeah, and look, Nicole, that was supply chain shortage driven in terms of China, eight to 10 million units that ultimately shifted out. That's why, look, the initial reaction, of course, they're going to take the prints, knee jerk will be down. I view it as bullish in terms of the commentary. China's reaccelerating, gross margins highest in 10 years despite down revenue. And I think this is a name that's still under owned in terms of broader tax. I think this is a Goldilocks quarter from the Hall of Famer Cook. And, you know, I wonder what's going to drive that, okay? So you're saying China, the reopening, things are getting better there. Um, gross margins, that's good news about the 10 years, and that's looking good. Over the holidays, it wasn't a demand issue. It was, in fact, a supply issue. A lot of people wanted the iPhone 14 Pro. They just couldn't get it. Um, so at this point now, um, while there may be some softness on the computers, on the um, consumer side, like, you know, the EarPods, Air, uh, AirPods, um, Macs, Tell me a little bit about some of the things that will drive the strength for Apple. Look, this is all about iPhone 14 Pro now going into 15 and then services. I mean, services reaccelerate, and that's going to be a $100 billion business annually. I think that's worth $1.3 to $1.4 trillion. And then you look at iPhone install base. I mean, today we're talking $250 million iPhones have not upgraded in four years. And I think that's really the key number because even in this macro storm, they have a golden install base in Cupertino that's unmatched. And I think that's what you're seeing shine through in terms of results, which is why this stock's in the green today, despite quote unquote missing and lowering guidance, they need to rip the bandaid off. And again, right now, everyone's negative on tech into earnings that it's ultimately been better than feared. Are you worried about the U.S. dollar and foreign exchange rates? I mean, we had the dollar at 114. It's, a, it's been hovering around 101, 102 right now. Is the dollar an issue any longer? I mean, that's been a headwind, but I think that's telegraph. I mean, to some extent, that, that, that's really understood here in terms of what's going on. I think the street will continue to look at constant currency growth, what's underlying growth. That's why when you look at guidance, as scary as it looks in terms of bears trying to paint a negative last night, take out FX, take out supply chain. It was actually better than expected. Mm. So at this point now, it's a winner. Why do people get other phones? What is it about the other phones that people like instead of having an iPhone? So when you do a group message, they mess it up because they're not on iPhone. Why do they like the other phones? But that's why, look, it just comes down to 99% of iPhone users, once they buy an iPhone, they stay within the ecosystem. And, and that's the, the ultimately really the recipe for success of Apple. Of course, you look at Samsung and others in terms of where, where people go, but look at market share. I mean, market share in China, they've gained 300 bips in China the last few years. So you're up to now 1.2 billion iPhones worldwide. That's actually up double digits year over year. Hey, look, and, and it's my view, which is why we will see a $3 trillion mark cap in Apple, despite obviously a lot of the haters continuing to hate in, in terms of this rally. 
Yeah, three trillion market cap. I can't wait to see it. So, you know, you always sort of give me the bull. The bull case is 200 bucks. I know your price target right now, 175. So 175 is your price target for 12 months. Is, is 200 the bull case? Well, I think 200 is bull case. But if when we start to get this reaccelerating story in China, comps get easier. Hey, look, and I used to, gross margins are huge. I mean, the fact. And this is a very important fact. The fact that they, because of their chips and their ecosystem, have more control, they're putting up a gross margin number that's really trending toward mid-40s in a down revenue year. Think about the margin leverage on that. And I think that's really a big focus of investors that I'm talking to in terms of that gross margin, that China reacceleration. That's ultimately the key. Let's let's bang through some of the other names. Are you surprised to see Tesla up 68% in one month? Look, I mean, me and you talked about it was way, way too negative. Many view this still as a car company. It's a disruptive technology company, in my view, along with Apple, most transformational companies in the market. And I think the fact that they cut prices, now demand 2x production, you start to sort of run rate that. You have hittable to beatable numbers. As an investor here, I think now you're going to see many chase this. And I think this is a stock that continues to move higher, especially also Musk with that Twitter overhead. That started to go into the background. I think that's also taken, you know, I think that overhang or black cloud over the story. Yeah. And what's your price target on Tesla these days? Yeah, so look, I think Tesla's another one, like, I think that's going to be a name that's, you know, we're, we're breaking on 200 and we can start to see a bull case 250. Oh, I like it. Um, some of the other names that we often talk about, I mean, I think you talk about Palo Alto Networks, you talked about Uber. You want to throw in a few of the others so we get we get to pick your brain here? Yeah, look, I think Salesforce.com, right? I mean, Salesforce.com, that to me, because of activism, because of the install base, core cloud stalwart, I think valuation looks attractive. And, 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 and so many of these names, really importantly, sentiment is so negative going into these prints. I think Salesforce is one you focus on. We talk about Powell. I think CyberArk is another one on, on cybersecurity that, that I'd look at. And then, you know, in terms of broader cloud, I think there's a handful of names. And there's also disruptive technology names like a Planet Labs, Space Big Data Play. And I think those are some names, I think, dimes in the rough here. How about AI? How come all I'm hearing about is chat, GPT, and AI for the next you know, year or so? That's it. It's the battle. It's code red. It's code. It's an it's a arms race going on. And Nadella yeah. Yeah. had the first shot in terms of what he fired. And that's right, $10 billion. I think that's ultimately small potatoes relative to the amount of money that's going to be spent here. Alphabet's going to have to defend their turf. Apple's going to need to spend it. It's an arms race going on. And we're talking about $800 billion opportunity in terms of broader AI. And I think this, is, this just really also shows they'll cut costs in terms of big tech. They're going to continue to be in the left lane of innovation. Artificial intelligence is going to be a key area. You Last quickie, are you scared? There are some people who are pretty scared. I mean, I wish I had Chad GBT in high school, but, you know, uh, for, for tests. But ultimately, look, I think that they'll put some guardrails around it. All right. But for Microsoft, this is a golden jewel. It's a game changer right. that Nadella did this deal. Game changer. I like that phrase. And aloha.
Dan Ives. Love having you on Aloha. the show. Aloha. I'm Wetbush. Thanks.